Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way. Because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. Recently, I was tutoring a student and we came across a word that the student was having trouble pronouncing. So let's look at this word together and see if you know why they were having trouble. So we know the word is lunches. Now, when I was working with this student, they were going sound by sound, which was awesome. Lunch, which they knew the digraph. So they got lunch, but then they got to this ending ES and they said, S, lunch S, lunch S. <laughs> now we know as adults that that's not how we pronounce the word. We don't pronounce it lunch S. We pronounce it lunches. Now, depending on where you live, you might pronounce it a little differently, but that's the way we pronounce it where I live. The same is true for the word foxes. A child who's just learning how to read might decode it like this. Ah. S, fox S, fox S. <laughs> That's not how we pronounce that word. We say foxes. Or this one down here, g, o, a, s, s. They might think it's glass S, but we know we change our voice and it's glasses. So today I want to discuss with you all about this ending that can trip little ones up, and that is the ending ES. We're gonna talk about when to use it, how to pronounce it, and why it's important. In case you're not sure what your child should be learning in kindergarten this year, I do have a free download for you. It's called the Kindergarten Literacy Goals, and this one pager tells you all the phonics goals your child is going to learn in kindergarten. So if you have a kindergartner, or if, even if you have a preschooler, you wanna make sure you download this so that you're prepared and you know what your child should be learning in kindergarten. The rule we're gonna be talking about today, ES at the end of a word, is not something that we teach in kindergarten. If your child is advanced and they're ahead, they might be ready for this rule. But if your child is not and they're still working on their kindergarten goals, that's totally fine. This is something they're probably going to learn in first grade. But I want you to watch this video or listen to this podcast and I want you to tuck this information into your back pocket so that you have it when your child is ready to learn this rule. So we as adults know that when we want to change a noun into a plural noun or we wanna change the tense of a verb, we're going to usually add the letter S. But sometimes we need to add the letters ES. When the base word ends with either a CH, SH, S, X, or Z, we are going to add ES to the end of that base word to show either a plural noun or to change the tense of the verb. 
but our little ones tend to look at that ES and think they can just decode it by using their phonics skills and they will say S, but we know that it's not S. When we add ES to the end of our base word, we are adding a schwa and the Z sound. So it sounds more like is. Now the schwa sound is a vowel sound that is very lazy. That's what we tell students. Normally we hold a vowel sound for as long as we have breath. Vowel sounds are the reason we can sing because we can hold them for as long as we have breath. But with the schwa sound, it's just a very short, quick sound. We don't hold it out. It sort of sounds like a short vowel I. It's a little bit different. It's just a lazy sound. And then we have our z sound. So if we look at some of the examples, it's going to help our students decode these words so much better because they're going to know that ES is not representing S. So if we look at this one here, lunches, if our little ones know that the ES is representing is and they can get the word lunch, they'll be able to read lunches. Same with this example, benches, or this example, inches. All of these examples have the is sound on the end of them, and that's what we want our little ones to understand, that ES is representing that is sound. Now, why else is this important? Not just for reading and for pronunciation. Many of our students will be flexible with their voices, and they will understand when they see the word lunches. Once they try to decode it, and they hear that it can't be lunch s lunch s they're going to be able to say okay i'm gonna change my voice what is that lunches most of them are able to do that but let's talk about spelling spelling is really where our kids can get tripped up with this sound because they hear lunches they may very well spell it as lunch, and then they might add is on the end because they know how to spell the word is. Or for foxes, they might have f-a-x, is, depending on their phonics skills. They might have an I-S at the end or an I-Z at the end because they might hear the is but not know how to spell it. So not only for reading but for spelling, it's really important to teach explicitly that E-S is going to sound like is when it is put at the end of a base word to make either a plural noun or change the tense of a verb when the base word ends with, as a reminder, ch, sh, s, x, or z. I hope this information has been helpful for you today. Again, this is not a rule your child will learn in kindergarten unless they are working at an advanced pace. If you are not sure what your child should be learning in kindergarten, make sure to grab my free kindergarten literacy goals download. I will leave the link down below. Super easy. Just enter your name and email address and it will be sent to you. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little's Love Learning Blog. Happy learning!